level dual world stand up comedy. The race that controls the past controls the living present and therefore the future. It's Friday. It's six o'clock. It's time for the joke. It's not time for joke workshop. Dang it. It's time for happy hour. I have no idea what day it is. Uh, it is Friday and we are here for the happy hour at six o'clock. We've got a full list of comics and a wait list and a bunch of people and it's going to be a super fun time. We do four minute sets at three minutes. You'll hear the horn. I usually do it on a punchline so it's not to ruin your life <laughs> but um yeah so that means you have a minute and uh you know here we are all together so we're each other's audience you know be cool and you know nice and they're only four minute sets so if you don't like one you'll probably maybe not like the next one <laughs> so don't worry about that uh all right i'm your host pam benjamin i host from back here in the booth because i'm running the ones and twos and all the stuff uh and I'm next week, and in subsequent weeks, there will be guest hosts, and Scotto will be running the board, and it's going to be a great time. All of the Mutiny Radio open mics will still be happening, even in my absence. All right. Your first comedian, super funny guy, uh, had a great set last week. Clap your hands together for Marcello. Let's get it on, like we said before. See the brothers for the trouble, hate the bust the bubble, because we rumble from our lower level to condition your all right welcome everybody to mutiny friday friday mutiny um yeah hey hey everyone um uh so um the other day um on market street i saw bjork just randomly i was fucking really excited. like i saw her from afar and i just ran up to her like ran up on her really fast and um yeah, I think I spooked her because she's like really small and I'm super big. But I was like, oh my God, Bjork, like I feel like I know everything about you, you know? And um, can I just ask you one question? Like, what's it like? Like, I only know what it's like to be me. Like, it's really easy to navigate being Marcello, but like, what is it like to be Bjork? And I'll never forget what she said to me. She's like, she just looked me right in the eyes and she was like, dude, fuck off, you're being a creep. Yeah, so we like shared a moment. It was like really awesome. Just me and Bjork. Um, uh, oh, what else happened this week? Uh, I became a, 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 what's it called? A Ninong this week. It's like Filipino for godfather. Um, it was really great. Like two of my friends um, uh, you know, like bestowed that on me. Um, and like, yeah, like it seems like it's, oh wait, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's really great because now there's, like, one Filipino person in my family, so it's, like, I can prove that I'm not racist, which is really good. Um, so that's nice. But, uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. It's, like, it's really nice that they bestowed that, like, honor on me. But, like, is it? It's, like, it's pretty fucked up, you know, for, like, my two friends to have a kid and then just search around for, like, the most Italian guy they can find and then just make them their kid's godfather. It's like they've been watching too many movies, dude. That's just racist. Uh, between that and the Matt Mario Brothers movie, I'm fucking triggered, you know? No one knows what it's like to be an Italian, you know? Um, what else? What else? I had something else. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
uh, HBO is like just like wrote, got a deal to make a new like Harry Potter uh, TV show. Do you guys see about that? HBO is making a new Harry Potter show, and um, yeah, what was I gonna say about that? Oh, it's like it's like the same story. It's like over and over again. It's like the book, the movie, and the show. It's all like the same story. It's like pretty crazy that you could like someone could create like an entire magical world and then like just be stuck on some same old bullshit. It's really crazy that they would do that. But um, I heard that J.K. Rowling's making one change to the to the story. There's like that scene. I don't know if you guys, you guys read Harry Potter? There's like a scene where they're like in a big hall, like all the kids, and then there's like a hat puppet that just like pulls the kids up and then like tells them what house they're in. It's like Hufflepuff or like Rivendell or whatever it is. Um, and um, so it's the same, same scene, um, but the hat just pulls all the kids up and assigns them a gender. <laughs> it's like, I, it's like, it's like they moved, uh, what's it called? Hogwarts to Missouri. It's like, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, um, yeah, but I feel like, I just feel like she's being too political. It's like the hat's just like, Hermione, you're a woman. It just doesn't seem like it's important to the story, but apparently it is. Like, if you paid attention to J.K. Rowling's politics, you'd think that, like, Harry Potter's wand is, like, not as important as his dick, which is, like, a little uh, insane. But I think, I think you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to mansplain anything to, like, a great writer like J.K. Rowling, but if, like, uh, if I could give her any advice, I think I would just say to her, what Bjork told me, which is, uh, dude, fuck off, you're being creepy. Anyway, thanks, guys. Yay! Hello, everyone. J.K. Rowling. Oh, boo. All right. I mean, I enjoyed the Harry Potter books, but, I mean, can you love the art and not the artists? Uh, your next, and we're not being philosophical. I had smoked too many dab pens, and now I'm getting philosophical. Your next comedian is from out of town. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Viet Win! Yay! There's not a minute to spare. Hey, hey. Happy Friday, everybody. Woo, all right, let's kick this off. Let's kick this off with some, uh, with some comedy. Uh, okay, so not going to lie, everybody, uh, I got no game. I had no game growing up. Never had. Uh, I think my parents knew it, too. I think they were uh, genuinely concerned I would be the end of the bloodline. I was so socially awkward with girls. Uh, my first kiss wasn't until I was 18, and I'm pretty sure that was a pity kiss. I am just glad in America we still do participation trophies. <laughs> I had to learn this shit too, okay? Knew my looks wasn't pulling anybody anytime soon. See, my mom told me stories uh, back when she was in Vietnam. Uh, she was like, Viet, when I was born, they used to just call me Ugly Duckling because <laughs> they just liked how cute my feet were. They didn't want to comment on my face. <laughs> I was like, Mom, you could have made a killing on the market these days. You see how these hungry-ass dudes? Uh, <laughs> but eventually she uh, continued her story saying uh, how she became really beautiful later and that everybody in the whole neighborhood started gang wars because they wanted to, f uh, to date her. I can't get a text back, okay? So, like, there's apparently the apple fell uh, far from the tree. Very far from the tree. Uh, in any case, I had to get girls with another way. My, my personality. <laughs> and I think my parents were invested in my game, too. Because uh, 
they told her they were telling me Viet, if you just keep playing piano and you'll get really good and get all the girls not gonna lie i thought this was gonna work spent 10 years honing the craft but after i, I thought i sat and thought of myself how my competition was to be every asian kid on the planet like <laughs> and pianos are 700 pounds there's no way i'm bringing it to the school i couldn't compete with jake and his acoustic guitar and his blue eyes and his chiseled jawline that's, that's a lot he's stacked that guy's stacked sometimes you're outclassed sometimes you're outclassed uh so with looks and musical talent off the table uh you know i i had a double down on personality and it turns out playing video games was not conducive to uh, attracting uh potential partners either i mean it was but uh i can only hang with connor in the super smash brothers lobby so long uh, before I want to super smash something else, right? <laughs> and so I conducted the uh, the true experts, random guys in forums on the internet. And I tried to learn everything. Uh, on one of my first dates with a girl, uh, in order to put my arm around her shoulder, I did a move where I was like, me and dad were out fishing, and I caught a fish that was this long. <laughs> um, she responded appropriately with, did you learn all your game from a kid's book? That was the last time I read One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Balls. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. She's going to repress it, though. <laughs> it's okay. You were cool, Shannon. <laughs> uh, but let's not pretend dating advice from girls was, uh, was a lot of help either. Um, I keep hearing, just be yourself. Just be confident. And I was like, girl, you did not want to meet Viet, the level 30 druid earlier this morning, okay? <laughs> like, I was pissed. <laughs> I was a magician back in high school, too, uh, so my most consistent trick was how to make girls disappear. <laughs> um, and let's be clear here, uh, learning Liz, Riz is a lot of uh, hard work. Honestly, I think I'm just going to uh, switch up my tactics, set up a little trap outside my neighborhood, uh, get a little cardboard box, prop it open with a stick, throw a little Sephora gift card in there, you know, just, just wait and see what happens. Might buy me a minute or two. Uh, <laughs> anyways, the point I'm trying to make here is uh, if you're out here getting no action, uh, that's okay. Everybody plays the game a different way. There's a lot of stuff to learn. And if anybody knows how to turn Tinder off the hard mode, please let the class know. <laughs> that's all I have. Thank you. Believe me, when we go to these phones. Yay! Keep your hands clapping for Viet. Yay! That was fantastic. Yay! Thanks for being here. Your next comedian is a regular here at Mutiny Radio. Clap your hands together for Johnny Knudsen. <laughs> Well, if you had read the stuff I'd read about him, uh, and uh, well, he's been... All right, yeah. Today I um, woke up, like some days, with a... Uh, I woke up today, yeah. That was big time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, I woke up with a boner and a dead arm, um, which I feel like is weird, you know, because my body was all confused about where the circulation should go, I think. I mean, because last time I checked, you're not supposed to sacrifice arm blood for penis blood in your sleep. I don't know, maybe I was dreaming about some sexy stuff, though. It was my left arm, too, and I, I wonder if my brain was just like, well, I mean, we've never, ever used the left arm. So it can go. <laughs> I don't know. You guys been seeing these driverless cars around? Yeah, I mean, that'd be weird if you haven't. <laughs> be very weird if uh, I was the only one that saw these cars driving around. No, I've been seeing them, you know, and uh, I saw one the other day. There was no one in it, obviously, driverless car, 
and it was just bumping that song promiscuous. It's like a fantastic song. I'm like, <laughs> who the hell is listening to this music right now? I don't know. That's the joke. I uh, I was very confused. I just, <laughs> been uh, like spending my time, my nights by uh, trying to like get hit by one of these cars. You know, I think there'd be like a great lawsuit. You know, if you just get like clipped by one. Anyone else? Just <laughs> <Trust> me. <laughs> yeah. But then I think about it, you know, and I feel like like if you like went to court, it's like who's gonna win? You know, like a mega million fucking dollar corporation or like an alcoholic dude on ketamine. <laughs> and I don't think I got. I don't think I'm gonna. You like play the tape and it's just me just like launching myself across <laughs> like Masonic at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I'd rather get hit by one of those Waymos, too. Well, those, those cruise ones would be a little embarrassing. You see the names on some of these cruise cars? It's so embarrassing. They're like these cute little names. I don't know. Like, can you imagine what the driverless cars in like a really conservative city with the names for them would be? Just like, libtard. <laughs> Fuckface. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, live with my dad, you know, and uh, that's cool. My dad's a great guy, but he's uh, he's definitely off his rocker, you know. And uh, he's he's got like this weird thing where he always thinks his garbage cans are full, but they're never full. So I always like walk into like the kitchen. He's just like on the phone with Recology. It's like a good good portion of his week every week. He's just just bitching to Recology. <laughs> the other week he was like, "Yo, my bins are full. I'm going into Easter weekend with a full bin. Not very happy about that." They're like, well, sir, we're going to try to sort this out for you next week. He's like, no, I'm going into Easter weekend with a full bin. I'm just going to keep saying that because uh, <laughs> that just killed me. <laughs> I think Pam, Pam, Pam understands the struggle, <laughs> the bin struggle. Uh, I've been thinking about my education a lot, you know, or like lack thereof, you know. But I always end up thinking about how awesome sex ed was as a kid, you know. That was like the most, the greatest time ever. You know, because you could, like, ask anything, and they had the answer, you know? You'd be like, hey, I got a quick question for you, Mr. G. If I were to, like, cut my dick off and shove it in my asshole, is that gay? You'd be like, that's so unfortunate you ask that. Uh, first of all, that'd be a medical emergency. Um, it is gay, though. Yeah, it's 100% gay. <laughs> I was such a bastard. <laughs> Rad kid. All right, give it up for Pam and uh, all yourselves. Happy Friday. I understand the struggle because someone stole our stole our recycling bin, and we've called them and tried to get. An, we still can't get a recycling bin. So, anyways, I understand the struggle with recology. So I laugh before you even start that joke because I remember it from last time and laughing then too. Okay, I'm so high, you guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's all your next comedian's fault. <laughs> Put your hands together for Dakota Price. Yeah. Damn, I dedicate places with the racist faces. Sample one of many places. Sweet, sweet, and speak. Hello, everyone. How's everybody doing? I love you all. I gotta take those off so I can see you guys. Uh,. So I'm blasting off right now. I am fucking flying uh, on cloud nine. I've been like consuming THC syrups and tinctures and 
uh, salves and uh, transdermal patches and suppositories. Uh, I'm more weed than man. Uh, I'm more man than weed. Uh, weed. Uh, fuck it. Uh, fucking thank you, G- thank you, GD. Uh, uh, <laughs> this, is, this whole set's for you at this fucking point. Uh, no, uh, I've been having, like, weird conversations with my friends while getting this high. Like, I've been, like, experimenting. I've been, like, really trying to push the boundaries of, like, the brain and, like, what we can, you know, talk about. And, like, anyway, guys, uh, have you ever thought about, like, uh, what it would be like to have, like, a threesome with a, with a, with a person that is uh, a conjoined twin? <laughs> and, uh... Is it a threesome? If uh, question, that's, is it a que- Is it if, if you if if you have sex with a Siamese twin, is it a threesome? Yeah, I think it really depends on where they're conjoined. <laughs> How many pussies do they have? That's what I want to know, because like if it's one pussy and two heads, I feel like I'm I'm having sex with with uh, a two-headed uh, person. I don't know. I like I. <laughs> this is getting real weird. Sorry, guys. Uh. But like someone was like, "What if they had a wiener, and a vagina?" I would be like, "That would just be a good time. I'd figure it out. We'd we'd do some unlock some new combo moves." <laughs> this is a video game ain't none of y'all played before. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I also thought about what it would be like to have sex with a a double amputee, like someone missing like both legs, like 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 from like the the like the no nothing like, and I was like, cause think about it, it'd be crazy, like, cause you could like rig up a contraption or like there'd be like a rope hanging from the ceiling and she could grab it and like just spin her around, or like. Or if you're into dudes, you could do that too. I mean, and then think about it. Like that'd be a legitimate helicopter. Sorry, guys, I'm getting real off the rails. Uh, so I was at Chico's the other day, getting some pizza. I don't know if you know about this particular Chico's I go to. It's on Sixth Street here in uh, San Francisco, in the lovely Soma, you know, tenderloin, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and. Uh, <laughs> the guy was like, it'll be $4 for your pizza. And I had exactly $4 in dollar bills. And uh, I go to pull them out of my pocket, and one of the dollar bills hits the floor, and the crackhead next to me just puts his foot on my dollar. <laughs> and I was like, well, here's the other $3, because I can't afford this pizza now. And I just left. It was a good time. I, he needed it more than me. No. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Now, there's some crazy stuff that happens to in the in the tenderloin, uh, tenderloin, and uh, here in San Francisco, there's this lady. She was standing next to the bike racks, just like with with a trench coat on, and anytime you make like eye contact with her, she'd flash a titty. So I, I just kept looking back. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, ha she she started flying away. She flew away. The coat she took off. Uh, it was actually she was just a giant bat person, not even a real human being. Uh, fuck that got weird. Uh, 
Thanks, guys. Like, I wanna, thanks for letting me talk about that weird shit with you guys. Woo! Yeah! Oh, oh shout out to Wade guys. Carter who's listening right now. He, he's missing his two front teeth, and he's a silly goose, and one's got arrested, uh, not arrested, pulled over while driving a car uh, handcuffed to the steering wheel. Dakota Price, everyone! You know what, though? You came up with an idea. Because of your what you said, I thought of an incredible idea, so someone maybe should make a million dollars on this. Why doesn't anyone have a video game where it's like porn, like where you're making the characters have sex? That's been, of course, that's exists. I'm so old. No, no, it's okay. I thought, I am derivative. Everything I think is derivative. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together, everybody, for GD, yay! Hi, everyone. Hi everyone. Hi everyone, happy Friday, hi. I had a fake fight with my imaginary girlfriend. <laughs> it's a bad day, man. Today, my application wa for uh, maternity leave got rejected. <laughs> so my new split personality couldn't be born fully. <laughs> I am pregnant. I'm suffering from split personality disorder. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> don't tell them. Okay. But something great happened. Last weekend, I was named the best comedian in my apartment. That happened after my roommate left. <laughs> now I live alone. I'm an introvert, I think. I'm an introvert. I'm such a big introvert. I have an anti-social security number. ASSN. I didn't even have to go apply for it. I just, just wrote it down on a piece of paper. Do you know you can't see the Great Wall of China from space, but you can see my depression. <laughs> I, ha I usually have my therapy on Fridays, so af today, after the therapy, my therapist told me, you're doing great. If things go as they are, you will very soon successfully kill yourself. I went to a fortune teller. Recently, I went to a fortune teller and he became an unfortune teller for me. I went to a speed dating event. It became a speed rejection event. The organizer told me, hey, if you stay here any longer, it will become a speed suicidal event. <laughs> then recently, I met someone special who made me remove all the dating apps from my phone. I'm talking about my phone storage capacity. But I need sex. <laughs> I went to Las Vegas, I hired two hookers, I got them to my hotel room, sat them down on the bed, I told them, you girls, I'm going to the restroom. <laughs> when I'm back, you better be doing something that you always like to do with each other. I came back, they were gossiping. So I joined them because I like to gossip. Hey, if you lose a hand and a doctor attaches it back, will it be called a second hand hand? Break breakfast is called breakfast because you are actually breaking a fast after dinner. With that logic, every single fucking meal should be called a breakfast. Last night, my girlfriend asked me to take all her clothes off. Turns out she doesn't like when I cross-dress. 
I broke up with my girlfriend, man. My girlfriend used to work at Uber, and yet the relationship was not going anywhere. My cat is pregnant. My dog is missing. I suspect him. He's better than me. He's getting sex. Bloody, <laughs> <laughs> bloody cat fucker. Uh, I like to confuse people. You listening? I like to confuse people. I gifted a Rubik's cube to my friend. He's colorblind. <laughs> I am a non-violent person. Even I don't even use bullet points when I'm typing. I miss India, man. I miss India so much. But the problem with San Francisco is all the good Indian restaurants are in Tenderloin, which is like the safest area in in the world. So when I go to Tenderloin, I'm walking. Uh, I want to be safe, so this is how I walk. No matter how high on drugs you are, nobody is messing with a guy who looks like. Yesterday, someone looked at me. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to uh, um, a Tenderloin restaurant. A guy said, hey, 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 listen, hey, you want weed? Drugs? You want drugs? Weed? Uh, no, 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 I know. I am drugs. <laughs> Alright, have a great weekend. GD, everyone. GD. Alright, you're in for a treat. Your next comedian. Very funny man. Clap your hands together for Brady Pearson. Even if now she got a perm. So let's make our own movies like Spike Lee. Happy Friday, everyone. How you doing? My name is Brady. For those of you that don't know me, I am your resident homosexual. Are there any other homosexuals in the room tonight? Is it only straight people? Okay, that's good. That's good. Well, we'll get there. So I have this question, you know, because all these young comedians are talking about how I lost my virginity, right? Do you remember when you first lost your virginity? And my thought is like, no one ever loses their virginity. You know exactly where it is. Right? I mean, I, I remember exactly where I threw mine, and I'm always like, thanks, Dad. I grew up in a really weird family, right? My, my family was kind of conservative and living in California for a long time. I smoke a lot of fucking weed. And my mother for years, she's like, oh, don't, 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 don't bring the weed to the house. Just don't do it. It will get arrested. It'll be terrible. So all it took was a little cancer, you know? And now she calls me and she's like, that is some good shit. It's been weird, you know, like getting older and <sighs> I want to, now that I have you in, my, in the audience, guys, I want to ask you some questions. Now, how do people feel about cocksucking in the room? Anybody have any feelings? Do, uh, do, do you like doing, do you like having it done? You like having it done. Is it, do we all like it, right? Okay. So um, another question, is there a straight guy in this room that has not thought about sucking their own dick? Raise your hand. For those of you in the liar. You've never even thought, you've never thought about it. Oh, um, well, I mean, then maybe you should, I mean, you know, I, I, I think there's something very important about my own dick, excuse me, gentlemen, right? And if we don't want to get to know it first, what's wrong with us, right? We are the ones that have to live with it. Don't we want to kiss it a little bit? 
Right? Don't we want to... So you kept trying. <laughs> I mean, I see who you... I mean, who wouldn't, right? I mean, I thought I was going to break a rib or some shit. You know? My mother's like, oh my God, you're so athletic. I was like, well, thank you. People, my mo- people ask me, like, why I'm just so obsessed with cocksucking as well. <coughs> my mother said, do what you're good at. I grew up in a very different world, and, um, you know, I feel so close to all of you now. And I want to share with you fantasy of the boys' camp that never was, but could have been in Lake Putatinny, Wisconsin. All the boys, we would rush to the mess hall clean and showered and scrubbed, mm, pack the seats and sing, and it goes a little something like this. <coughs> I get a little choked up, excuse me. Memories, you know. Oh, I love you, put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me. I am yours, put it in me. Put it in me every day. Thank you, I'm Brady. Dominium Sims is not in, is he in the house in the hizzy? Not here. So we go to the wait list. Uh, and the first person on the wait list, uh, or you or you can the people on the wait list can duke it out if you if someone has if they don't want to go up yet. But uh, Savan. Put your hands together for Savon, everybody. Uh, it's nice to be here together. I, I know COVID was a hard time for a lot of people, but I have to say, I was really touched by what a positive and supportive place social media became around that time. I was watching this one woman performing What's Love Got to Do With It in her kitchen, full-on Tina Turner garb, and I saw all these hearts and emojis and words of encouragement just flying across the screen, and I have to say, I was so moved, because the entire time, all I could think was, oh, look at everybody lying to her. That's so sweet. (laughs) Um, I'm the type of person who eats my feelings, but it's okay. I totally make up for it by vomiting up my dreams. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't clean my toilet enough to be bulimic. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of vomiting, I come from a long line of alcoholics and addicts, and somehow it just completely missed me. And instead of feeling really grateful for that, I just have to get blackout drunk every night until I feel like I belong. I got invited to my friend's house in San Francisco for dinner, and his roommate made me feel like I was trapped inside of a Portlandia episode. He tried to force me to use the word labor instead of work because it was really triggering for him. I was like, okay, have you uh, always been in this, this insufferable, or have you been laboring over that for a while now? Can we just talk more about what people are saying and less about how they're saying it? Like, I would get in more trouble for genuinely screaming, 
I love retards, than I would for saying that neurodivergent people should all be unhoused because having one as my neighbor would be a microaggression. <laughs> Supple is a word for perverts. <laughs> Do you ever see somebody and just think, I hate the way your face looks? It's the type of face that is so desperate for approval, they just end up looking like a porn star having an orgasm all the time. They're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, approve me, approve me, approve me, oh yeah. I had to do a lot of research for that joke. <laughs> Doesn't really land though. <laughs> uh, sometimes men try to use their level of attraction to shame you. Uh, I was smoking a cigarette this one time and this guy walked up to me all disappointed and was like, damn, this really ruins my whole image of you. Yeah, I'm okay with that. If all my life choices were based off of your fantasies, I'd have a 24-7 blowjob internship. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite pastimes is quitting my job. I really love quitting jobs. Uh, but, you know, it's really a lot like taking a shit if you think about it, because you get this instant sense of relief, but eventually you know you're going to have to pull your pants up and leave your boss's office. Thank you. <laughs> Clap your hands together for Savan, everyone. That was fantastic. Welcome. I'm so glad you heard about it. Yay. All right. Your next comedian on the list is the uh, media director of Mutiny Radio. And, and so funny and wonderful and talented and all of the neat things that you've been seeing are made by her because I'm like, computers, how the fuck do they work? Uh, clap your hands together for Emily Rudolph. Yeah. Jack, ask him. 40 acres in a mule, Jack. Jack. Where is it while you try to fool the black flag? Thank you. Cool. Cool. Um, so dating as a tall woman is uh, is hard. Um, you know, there's a lot of things about being a tall woman that, like, if you're not a supermodel are not particularly enjoyable. And, uh, over the years, I've tried to, I've tried to appreciate what I can about it, you know what I mean? Like, I can chop for shoes in the men's section, um, uh, most guys can't look down my shirt, and there's, like, a 90% chance that I'm taller than any potential attacker on the street. But there's also a 90% chance that I'm, like, probably too tall to make eye contact during a blowjob, you know? I have to really get under it, just like, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, uh, in college, right? This is a true story, unfortunately. Um, I can remember this guy that I finally met. I had been, like, crushing on him on Facebook, and when we met, um, you know, I'm this height, and he was, like, 5'2", or something like that. And I was drunk, so I made my move anyway. And when he rejected me, uh, my drunk brain just decided to yell, why? And this, <laughs> the guy was kind of afraid and he just yelled, you're too tall, and then ran into a different room at the party. Uh, <laughs> and like, I just, I, I feel like being a tall woman kind of makes everything I do a little more masculine. You know what I mean? Just a, a little bit more awkward. Normal-sized women just are moving through life all cute and petite with their cute little voices, you know? They're just like, hey, 
And it's that's not what my life is like, you know? I am lumbering around like Hagrid every day. I'm squeezing through every tiny space on a lifelong quest to find pants that cover my ankles. And um, I wanted to revisit a joke I haven't told in a long time about. It's a shitty ex-boyfriend story. So speaking of dating, do you guys want to hear my shitty ex-boyfriend story? Okay. So I had a boyfriend oh, uh, like a couple of years back that cheated on me a lot, right? A lot of us have gone through that. Who Give it up if you've been cheated on. Thank you for your support, everybody. Um, so anyway, this guy uh, had a particular fetish. It turns out he was very into um, trans women. And I have nothing against the LGBT community, but I am not supportive of piece of shit lying men. So before I, before we broke up, right, I'm a marketing manager. I'm like really good at critical thinking. I was like, look, we can solve this problem, okay? You know, like there are stores for this. And so I found myself at this really popular sex shop in Oakland owned by this really lovely black lesbian couple. And they were more than willing to tell me everything I needed to know about pegging, which is what we're talking about now, guys, if you didn't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so I'm in this sex shop, and like I don't know if uh, any of the there's not many women in here, but I don't know if any of you guys have ever shopped for your own dick before. Yeah, no, it's okay if you don't want to admit it. But for me, right, I was overcome by like all the masculinity I never thought I'd get to experience as a woman, right? So I just found myself reaching for like the biggest, blackest, veiniest cock <laughs> that this store had. Um, <laughs> And so I'm walking up to the counter with my big black dick and I like slap it down, you know, and I'm like feeling really good. And I swear to God, these two women just looked at me and thanked me for supporting black business. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was, I was at a Victoria's Secret the other day and I was shopping for uh, just looking at, you know, underpants. And uh, I got to looking at one of those uh, bondage-style bodysuits, you know, the kind with the, the slits and the straps that make you wonder where her nipple is supposed to go. And this Victoria's Secret girl comes co just running up to me. She's super good at her job, you know. And she's like, hey, in her regular girl voice. She's got her fanny pack on and everything. And she's like, think of how good you'd feel. Think of how sexy, how sultry you'd feel with your significant other in this outfit. And I was not thinking about that. All I could think about was uh, just getting there after two boxes of buy one, get one pork buns next door. Um, and I just kept imagining like being curled up in some awkward position during sex, you know, like a flesh burrito, just like skin popping out of all the little holes, like the side of your great aunt's thighs from beneath the lawn chair. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Emily Rudolph, yay! Now I have plastic chair vision with skin. Sweet. Something for later in the old spank bank. Your next comedian. Excited to bring him up. Put your hands together. Raphael Wolfgang, yay! Hey, how we doing, Mutiny? Woo-woo! Fuck yeah. Got a good crowd here tonight. How's it going, guys? Uh, so I was watching The Dark Knight the other day, uh, and uh, you know I used to really like The Dark Knight. You know I used to I used to really fuck with Batman, but nowadays I don't look at him the same. You know what I mean? 
that my perception of him has changed over time, right? I used to think he was cool, but now I realize he's a shitty superhero. Not because he doesn't have powers. He's a shitty superhero because he doesn't have powers, but he's also a shitty superhero because he doesn't actually help, right? He doesn't, like, show up and make an arrest or anything. All he does is just he shows up and commits a way worse crime than the people who were initially there, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there would be, like, some scene in The Dark Knight where, like, someone, like, steals an old lady's purse and he's running away and, and Batman just shows up and breaks his fucking legs. So, like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ, Batman. Take it easy. He's just another criminal. He just dresses at Hot Topic and talks like an asshole. It's fucking <laughs> total bullshit, you know what I mean? Like, 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 and then there's this other scene in The Dark Knight, you know, like, with a, there's, like, a stalker, like, stalking some woman, like, hiding in the bushes, looking through his binoculars, and Batman shows up and sticks a dildo in his ass. It's like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing, Batman? Jesus, two rapes don't make a right. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he, al- he, always, he always talks in, like, weird metaphors and shit, too. He'll be like, he'll justify it like an asshole. He'll just be like, <laughs> uh, sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. Also, it's not a dildo. It's a bat cock. <laughs> that's stupid as hell. Like, take it easy, Edgar Allan Poe. You broke his fucking ass. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, I was born in uh, 1997, so I have a weird relationship with uh, the internet. Uh, do you guys remember like when the internet was all fucked up for a little while, right? Do you guys like in the early 2000s, the internet was like the Wild West for a little while, right? It was like all sorts of weird websites and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I saw Two Girls One Cup when I was eight years old. And that fucked me up in the head pretty bad, right? The first boob I saw had poop on it. And to this day, I can only masturbate on the toilet. It's a weird fetish I have. <laughs> I was born in 97, right? So I, I also don't remember 9-11, right? I was like the first generation, right, that doesn't remember. I was four years old at the time. This is kind of this weird thing. But I saw Two Girls, One Cup when I was eight, and honestly, I would have rather seen 9-11. This shit's not even close. It's not even fucking close. 9-11 is not nearly as bad as Two Girls, One Cup. Two two Girls, One Cup is like, 9-11 is like softcore porn compared to Two Girls, One Cup. You know what I mean? It's not even, I can't even masturbate to it at all. Yeah, I was freaking the fuck out when I saw that shit, too. I was, it really was my 9-11, you know what I mean? Like, I was like fucking, I was like, oh my god, like... We need to kill whoever did this shit. We need to fucking drop a bomb on them or something or invade a country or something. I, I don't know who did Two Girls, One Cup, but you know who didn't do Two Girls, One Cup? Al-Qaeda. <laughs> Why the fuck were we going after Al-Qaeda? That didn't make any sense to me. I would have rather seen 9-11. Why the fuck were we just bombing random brown people out in the Middle East? You know which brown people we should have bombed? The white girls covered in poop. Those are the brown people we should have fucking bombed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, my name is Raphael Wolfgang. Uh, give it up for your host, everybody. Raphael Wolfgang, yay! I've actually never seen Two Girls, One Cup. I'm very proud of that. I've also never seen the movie Titanic. I also rest a large portion of my integrity and self-esteem upon that fact. Yay for Raphael Wolfgang, yay! All right, your next comedian. I'm excited to bring him up and see what he's going to do. Clap your hands together for Wally Hippolito! What's up, Muni? How y'all doing on Friday? Y'all good? Y'all good? This a weed smoking crowd? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I don't like smoking weed. Where are my cokeheads at? Hell yeah. Former cokehead? That's what's up. No, no, I do like smoking weed. I do like smoking weed. I don't like buying it, though. 
too many it's, it's too crazy there's too many strains these days you know what i mean like i grew up on two types of weed guys uh it was the shitty kind and the kind that makes you think you're going too fast in a parked car like that's my shit you know what i mean like i said guys there's just too many strains these days have you guys ever heard have you i've smoked avengers weed before have you heard of that shit yeah it's crazy like i smoked some hulk weed i got a little too angry all the time uh, I smoked, I, my favorite was uh, Black Widow weed because I was always feeling really sexy. Uh, I smoked Doctor Strange and it was very rightly named because I wanted to fuck bitches with uh, amethyst crystals. So that was cool. But my main thing, I, I definitely had to stop smoking um, Captain America weed because I wanted to build a wall for some reason. So so that's really crazy. Um, what else? I, um, I'm California sober, which is nice. Yeah, you guys know what California sober is? Yeah. Means you don't do anything but smoke weed. Uh, inherently, I only kind of have gonorrhea as well, so that's what I like to tell my dates. Uh, yeah, um, you know, I'm jealous of smokers these days, like young smokers, because, like, you can go to the dispensary and, like, they have chairs for you. You can buy weed and sit down and you can smoke. That's fucking amazing to me. Like, you want to know what my dispensary was as a kid? It was going to my uh, friend's older brother and buying weed from him. And then running down the street five blocks down, making sure our our parents didn't see us. And then realizing, oh, somebody forgot the lighter. So you make your boy run down the street and get the lighter. And then he comes back. And then you realize, oh, it's 6 o'clock. Mom is coming home soon. I didn't take the chicken out. And I didn't cook rice. So I got to go home. Then you fight your friend. Tell your friend, hey, I need my money back. And after that, he says no. And then you guys get into a tussle. And then he bangs his head onto a fucking parked car side view mirror. You check to see if his voice, if his, if he's breathing. He's not. You guys get scared. And then you make up an alibi to see, to make sure everybody's on code. They know what to tell the police. The police start to interrogate you. Nobody says nothing. Nobody says anything. But then all your boys start to get paranoid. You get paranoid more. So you pop everybody off like Tupac and Juice. And then your parents get suspicious, and then you pop them off as well. And at the funeral, everybody's giving you their condolences. And at the end, you say to yourself, damn, all this over a 10-sack. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm glad I got through that, guys. Hell yeah. Thanks for bearing with me. Thank you, thank you. Um, uh, I Smoking weed, I also got to go through the – I also got to, like, um, think about the pandemic a little bit. Have you guys thought about that? Have you guys been able to think back on the pandemic? Yeah, it was a weird time, like, because um, while everybody was out there making sourdough bread, I had been contemplating on getting my ass ate for the first time. Yeah, yeah, it, it didn't go too well for me. No, you know what? Everybody has their own priorities, right, guys? Like, you want to make a sourdough starter? I want to reach Nirvana for the first time. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Uh, but I'm proud of San Francisco because during the pandemic, they re really came together and allocated all their resources to make sure the No, they didn't. San Francisco did a really shit job during the pandemic. They used all their funds to make sure schools didn't sound racist anymore, which is great. So now Abraham Lincoln High School is now Red Ohlone High. And would oh fuck, I fucked that one up. God damn it. All right, y'all, I'm Wally Hippolito. That's my time. Nah, home. Yay, Wally Hippolito. Hooray. Yay. I was going to say something about COVID and then I forgot. Oh, no, I remember. That's... You Gen Zers, all you talk about is eating ass, and I think that that's the whole COVID thing, that, that you all lost your sense of taste and smell, and you're just like, let's all eat ass. Let's everybody do it. And everyone's like, I guess that's something we can't taste or smell anything. 
<laughs> you kids are crazy. Uh, your next comedian is one of those crazy kids. Clap your hands together for Kane. Yay! What's up, guys? So my girlfriend's boyfriend, David, is here today. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So uh, I was at work today, and I have this coworker. He's 56, kind of smells bad, kind of looks funny, kind of on the bigger side. And he said, hey, Kenny, you want to come with me to the porta body so I can fuck your ass? And I said, wow, that's really direct. But, you know, I had to be honest with him. I said, look, man, you're way too young for me. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to let that one sit for a minute. Yeah, so uh, I got tired of looking uh, intimidating to old ladies walking at night. So instead of walking places, I skip everywhere now, you know? I skip everywhere. Now I just get chased by motherfuckers looking for a pot of gold and shit. And hit on by men. <laughs> but yeah, I was skipping uh, I was skipping here, actually, and I skipped past this uh, homeless guy, and he asked me for a dollar, which I don't mind, you know? doesn't bother me. But I had to be honest with him. I said, hey, look, man, I'm broke as fuck. I got bills to pay. I can't give you any money. And he just laughed at me. He said, ha, ha, ha. He said, my bills get paid. And I felt, I felt kind of mocked, you know? So I asked him, I said, how the fuck do your bills get paid? And he just kind of looked at me like this. I was like, damn, all right. So I sat with him for three hours and I begged too, you know? Because you know what they say, it ain't stupid if it works. And he made me feel stupid as fuck for working. <laughs> yeah. I don't work anymore. Yeah, so I just went through a breakup uh, not too long ago. Yeah, it's all good, though. I started seeing someone new. Kind of sucks, though, dating in San Francisco with all these hills, you know? She has a tendency to get away from me, especially when I forget to put the locks on on her wheelchair, you know? <laughs> yeah, she can roll pretty fast. But, you know, it's cool seeing someone in a wheelchair, man, you know? It's uh, it's low-hanging fruit. It's easy material. I always like to fuck with her. So, actually, the other day, I was like, hey, what do you call eating paraplegic pussy? Meals on wheels. <laughs> 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 yeah, she didn't like that joke. The only time I ever seen her get up and walk anywhere is when I told that joke, actually. She said, I've had enough of this shit. And she got up and she walked the fuck away. <laughs> I was shocked. I didn't know she could walk. I guess all she needed was the proper motivation, you know? Good for her. But yeah, you know, I don't blame her for not liking that. Not every joke is for everybody, you know? Jokes are kind of like dairy, where some people are lactose intolerant and can't handle it, you know? You feed them the wrong thing, tell them the wrong joke, they might shit all over your day. And that's just for a normal joke. I'm going to take it one step further and to say that dark jokes or dirty jokes are a lot like anal sex. The reason being because you really need a proper setup, being lube and foreplay, and the delivery's got to be just right, you know? You can't go too hard. <laughs> You can't go too hard and you can't do it for too long. Otherwise, you're just going to turn somebody into a sore-ass loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too dirty for you guys? You guys didn't like that one? <laughs> Any fans of uh, anal sex in here? Thank you. <laughs> so I got a lot of shit when I was a kid growing up. Uh having a bad mouth and I still do uh, I'm actually still paying off my childhood swear jar 
about eight thousand dollars in debt and that's part you know part of the reason i don't visit home and i don't invite my family out to shows is because if they heard the shit i said it'd be like 30 extra dollars every show and every visit you know like recently i was visiting my aunt and i said aunt jude the fuck are you serving me it's full of fucking cat hair what is this shit on a fucking shingle and she says that's eight bucks right there oh fuck you you fucking cunt that's 25 bucks because i don't like the c word but yeah you know, it'd be really rough if your parents were both crackheads and you had a swear jar because that means, dude, you can't pay that fucking thing back. And they're going to be doing anything they can to get you to curse, right? Like, you could be fucking getting in the car and your dad's like, I got him. He's going to fucking slam your hand in the car door and you're going to be like, oh, I'm too poor to say fuck. And then you say it anyways, and that's another dollar right there. Anyways, I'm all out of time, but thank you guys. All right, we're moving right along. Your next comedian, put your hands together in a wild slappy motion for Max Spark. Hello, how's everyone doing today? Thank you. She's having a good day. No one else, though, apparently. Uh, let's see. Let's see how this goes. Before it starts, you know, we're all comedians here. Let's have a good time. I was up in Tahoe recently. Um, I got a really gnarly sunburn. Does anyone have any good one-liners? Kill me. Someone. We're all comedians. Come on. Quick. Quick, quick, quick. What's up? Spectator? You're too high? Okay, that's valid. I told my friends I looked like uh, Donald Trump's pussy, but um, <laughs> uh, they, they thought it was funny. Um... Uh, I, I hear everyone talk about how much they uh, dislike social media or how bad social media is for you. And I, I don't think it's great, but it's not as bad as everyone says. But I do think it lowers uh, creativity because, like, when you're bored, that's when you do all the crazy and creative shit. You know, the stuff that you'll look back with from your friends in, like, five years and still laugh at. Like, dude, you know what we should do? We should put the jewel in Walker's asshole and then take a vape rip. That'd be mad fucking funny, dude. That'd be hilarious. And then we're still laughing about it for like five more years. Um, but like, for example, the sport pole vaulting will never be a thing again. Like a sport similar to pole vaulting will never be a thing. Because the village idiot is too busy on social media listening to Andrew Tate talk about how to not get women to be like, you know what we should do? We should, we should get, we should get, hit me up. We should get two poles and then stack a, a, a fourth pole on top of that pole, and then, yeah, so now we have the three, four, four poles, and then we get another bendy pole that bends the human over the pole, and then they land good. That's what we should do with our daytime while it's still sun out. That's what we should, that's what we should do. You can't, it'll just be on social media. Um, I'm from San Francisco, I've grown up here my whole life, and so it's impossible for me homophobic. And I, I preface with that because I think gay pride's great. Gay pride's great. Everyone should be happy for who they are. But in San Francisco, there's a lot of fucking gay pride. Like, for example, I, I, I almost got fired because of gay pride, you know? I was, I was working in the Castro as a camp counselor. The first time I almost got fired, I was walking uh, the kids around, and the kid had an epileptic seizure. Um, this... <laughs> The second time, um, I was, well, same thing, I was walking the kids around, and a, a kid stopped me, and he goes, Max, uh, Max, uh, 
what's that like a what's that what's the third leg type of thing in between that dude's thighs? Oh, um, um, uh, that's a, uh, uh, that th- that's a rare condition that I wish I had. Um, but 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 why does everyone around here have that? Timothy, shut the fuck up. But but that's how I know I'm not gay. That's how I know I'm not gay. Sometimes, sometimes I'll be walking around and I see I see a good looking dude. I'm like, fuck man, am I gay? And then I just take a look down. I'm like, no, definitely not gay. Definitely not gay. If anything, I'm transgender. But um, okay, <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. That's my time. I'm Max Park. Yay, Max Woo! Park. Yay. Woohoo. Like usual. Guess who's in the car? Oh, is your dad in the car? My mom this oh, time. Oh, your yeah. mom this time is in the car. All right. Yay, Max Park, you did it. Yay. His parents are so supportive. I said that one time. If he doesn't become famous someday, it's all his fault. His parents are so fucking supportive. Like, they're driving him around. What are you, 15, 16? 18 now. He's 18. Yay. Oh, What? That's amazing. The BFA in comedy at Emerson. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Yay, Max Spark. Yay. And the video was from here. I love that. I fucking love that. All right. Your next comedian. Uh, we love him too. Put your hands together for Sam West. Woo. All right. All right. I'm going to hop around a little bit. thing on yeah there we go all right we're back in business hey walking down here today i saw a drag race in the middle of the street blew my mind i've never seen one in person before i've never even seen someone in high heels run so fast before yeah the technology is getting crazy self-driving cars yeah i saw a self-driving white van with no windows the other day drinking a coffee on the corner yeah i was dumbfounded because it did the, the whole kidnapping and everything all by itself yeah I would help those poor kids, but the car was so fucking smart with that AI, it knew to bribe me with my favorite candies in exchange for silence. Hmm. Going through some new stuff. Yeah, my, uh, my girlfriend, you know, we still do some stuff the old-fashioned way. Like, I'm still her alarm clock, you know. Uh, she asked me the other day, hey, can I sleep in for once tomorrow? I've had a long, long week at work. I just need a break. I said, you know what? You deserve it, babe. So the next morning at 5 a.m., just like I always do, I shook her awake. I said, come on, babe, time to get up and go outside. And that's a joke about how I make my girlfriend sleep in a shed outside. (laughs) All right, new stuff, new stuff, bouncing around. Let's try this, all right? Keep with me for this one because I'm going somewhere with it. But it's a little, some, uh, some rocky waters, okay? I was down at the Golden Gate Bridge the other day, and I saw the bridge. It looks beautiful, but... They've recently started putting nets under it to catch people jumping, and I, I understand why, right? Good sentiment, but I wish we'd make it a little more fun, you know? Like, uh, like, ima- like a 1970s game show. Like, imagine a big Plinko board under the bridge, <laughs> you know? But Paul, no! Holy shit, Paul, you just won a new 2023 Honda Accord! God damn, I'm sorry. I know this is cringy open mic, you know, topic, you know, suicide, but I feel like that's the one thing I'm comfortable fucking around with, you know, because I constantly struggle with suicidal ideation. You know? Every time I walk in a new room, I'm scanning it for ways to kill myself if things go sour. Yeah. Walked in here today, it was like a fucked up game of Clue. I was like, all right, Sam did it to himself at Mutiny Radio with the microphone stand. I don't know. No. 
don't know why I'm looking at my notes right now. It literally just says suicide question mark. Like it's gonna help me. I, I don't know. We're we're going with the new stuff. Let's uh, let's keep it on. All right. Here, here, I told you I'm going somewhere with this, okay? And here's where I'm going, all right? If you're going to kill yourself, I'm being serious, do something cool. Hear me out, all right? Because don't, blow, don't, don't kill yourself with a gun, you know? I, people have done that before. Live like an artist, die like an artist, right? Be original, creative, you know? I don't know. Uh, off the top of my head, maybe take some Mentos, put it in a Coca-Cola bottle, shake it up, you know? Pff, blow your brains out that way, you know? Live like an artist, die like an artist, yeah. But here's what I call the paradox of suicide, okay? This is what I've been working towards. If you're not willing to do something cool and original, you shouldn't kill yourself, okay? Waste of time. But if you are willing to do something cool like that, you, my friend, are too cool to die. All right, I told you there's some sun at the end. Uh, that was supposed to take me to four minutes, but it didn't. So we're gonna, we're gonna do one more quick happy joke here. Um, my mother tried to kill herself when she was younger. Yeah, she got real drunk. She told me the story. Real drunk, got behind the wheels of a car, drove into a tree, crashed, totaled the car, and miraculously, true story, walked away unharmed. And the next week, swear to God, found out she was pregnant with me. She told me this story, and I was afraid to ask her at the time, but I might ask her if I can build up the courage. Mom, if you could go back in time and change anything about that day, now that you know you were pregnant, would you have still have had those drinks before the attempt? All right, thanks everybody. I'm Sam West. Have a good one. Yay, Sam West. Yay. Did you drop the tag about Schrodinger's suicide? Oh, okay, because I love that part of the joke. Schrodinger's suit. After you do the feedback loop of you're too cool to die, you used to say it's Schrodinger's suicide. Didn't you say that one, or did someone else say that? Oh. Oh, I was like, I was like, that was a, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I was, I remember the joke. I like the joke. I think it's funny. Um, yay! We're going down the list. You're next. I'm um, just so everybody knows we're on number 14. Uh, your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Diraj. Come on! What we got to say? Yeah. Fight the power. I'm going after Sam. Is embarrassing. Look where this mic stands at. Fuck. Yeah, so uh, uh, I bought a Tesla recently, um, and that's, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, it's not all, it's not as cool as I thought it would be, you know, like, I feel like having a car like that, it, it kind of takes the fun out of driving in a lot of ways, like, um, dr drunk driving is definitely not as fun as it used to be, I'll tell you guys that, like, with the autopilot feature, just because, like, you know, it takes you home automatically, just because it's like, I mean, I, I like having a little bit of adventure at the end of the night, you know? And like, am I going to get home safe? I don't know. Only time will tell. I feel like this is funnier than you guys are giving it credit for. But, uh, yeah, I can stand still as long as I want till I get the laughs. But, no, I, I don't drink and drive, like, often, you know, but, like, like, this, this one time I was leaving this party and this girl was like, oh, are you sure you're good to drive? And I was like, yeah. Like, I only had, like, a couple drinks a few hours ago. I'm fine. And then she's like, are you sure? And it's like, bitch, like, you don't know me. Like, come on. I can handle my liquor. And then I walked out to my, and then I went to my car and I sat down and I was like, oh, shit, I'm not good to drive. But I didn't want to, like, go back in and admit I was wrong. You know, like, I was feeling, I was, like, riding the high and winning that argument. So I drove home. 
But I made it home because I'm a goddamn warrior. Yeah. Yeah. But now nights like that are gone with my fucking stupid-ass car, dude. I don't know why I bought that bullshit. But, um, because I'm a kind of a dick, and I just wanted to show people that in my Tesla. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends was uh, talking to me. He's Asian. And then um, he was like, hey, man, it's fucked up that, like, white girls don't want to date Asian guys. And I'm, I was like, dude, I don't know if that's true. Like, I've been with white girls before. He was like, yo, it's, it's fucking different for you, okay? Because white girls watched Aladdin, and that motherfucker was handsome as hell. And I was like, shit, dude, you kind of got a point. Not going to lie. Like, hey, shout out everyone who was involved in uh, the making of the movie Aladdin for helping me bang white girls. Like, that's, that's pretty <laughs> sick, dude. Like, shout out Robin Williams for playing the genie, you know? Like, you'd think you couldn't respect a guy more, you know? I already liked Robin Williams, Bay Area legend, but... I got white pussy because of him, so. Yeah, you could die too young, dude. You could die too young. Yeah. Sometimes I just like standing still on stage. I don't know why. This gives me comfort. But uh, what else I wanted to do for you today? Um, so um, I, I do know a lot of minority girls, and they'll come up to me, and they'll be like, um, White men are trash, and I'm like, yeah. But then they'll only date white guys. Dude, literally every time I've done this joke, there's always been a black guy in the audience being like, true. Like that's, <laughs> that, that has not, not happened yet. But um, yeah, no, like, dude, I, and it's crazy, because I was just agreeing with that sentiment. Like, not, like I, I don't even have a problem with white people like that. I was just agreeing just because, like, I thought that might increase my chances of getting a girlfriend, you know? But, like, it's clear that strategy isn't working, so I'm going to try something new. Next time a girl comes up to me and she's like, white men are trash, I'm going to be like, nah. Five foot seven, open my comedians, wearing red bomber jackets are trash. Don't fuck with them. All right, that's been my time, everybody. Thank you. All right. Clap, keep clapping. We got, uh, we've got a couple of people left on the list. We're going to fit everyone in, though. Don't worry at all. But clap your hands together right now for Deepanchu Ja. Yay! Yeah, this was too tall for Dheeraj. I don't know where he go. went. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a cousin who is like, oh, hey Mo, I didn't see you there. <laughs> yeah, I have a su uh, super smart, overachieving cousin. And he's obviously a doctor, a smart person in an Indian family is a doctor, obviously. And he just confessed to me that he's gay. And coming from a conservative Indian family, I've never felt so happy. Like, I won't be the biggest disappointment anymore. You want to do comedy? Feel free to do comedy. You know what? Fuck it. Become a clown. Just don't suck a cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what the elder members in my family would say. <laughs> no, 
not not me i'm all for him being gay because like i said now i'm not the biggest disappointment <laughs> yeah that's the only good one i had today uh i hate my manager i fucking hate him he wants me to do actual work no one works in a tech job we all just lie down mo just smokes weed i know he has confessed to me yeah and that guy wants me to do actual work i hate him and he has been like after my ass for like 2 3 weeks now and feeling disturbed i just adopted religion in my life like god has played a big role in these li- last 2 3 weeks because it's only god uh who i can go and ask to kill my manager yeah religion is really safe like that you can have the weirdest asks from god and no one judges you like i cannot go to an actual killer and ask him to kill my boss then i'll be in jail but if i ask my million indian gods with 50 faces and 10 hands to kill someone it's fine yeah i think we have the god devotee confidentiality there okay what else he does stupid things like he'll set up a meeting at 5 pm on a friday evening uh he'll call thursday as friday junior and keep talking about arovind the other indian guy in my tech company how good he does okay none of that works nice what else i have one minute left uh yeah i moved to the us in 2015 and <laughs> jack's already laughing because he knows the joke uh and i moved directly to san francisco disneyland for gays and first day of school i saw two lesbians get out of their subaru and kiss each other and coming from india i had never seen women drive <laughs> all right thanks guys that's my time get down late night one friends we have a birthday all right your next comedian keep clapping it's paul robertson <laughs> every day they don't never come correct you can have my man right here with the coming from a conservative indian family <laughs> i had this really um successful cousin <laughs> and uh i found out he's a cocksucker so i was really happy about that and uh the rest of my life got easier for a long time every family reunion i used to bomb at the mics but everybody knew i was straight so there is that <laughs> Oh man, I'm in a weird mood today. I'm sad. I'm wearing an extra jacket. Cuz I'm sad. It's like a feels like I'm in home and bed in a blanket. I just took it with me. Oh, hi Mo. 
Deep said hi to you earlier, but I'm like, what Mo? Now I know. That's good. Mo, do you like corn on the cob? Yeah. So does my grandma. I, uh... Yep. I asked her... Grandma, what'd you... I, I don't know. She said when she was a younger woman, you know, taste change. That's where I was going with this, taste change. She said when she was a younger woman at night, she used to enjoy a warm buttered corn on the cob. I was like, Grandma, what'd you enjoy about a warm buttered corn on the cob? And she said, well, it was ribbed for your pleasure. No, like... But the dildo is it is a dildo in that joke, huh? Mo, you ever used a dildo? Oh, okay, I believe you. Kay. How much time do we get up here? Okay, I'm gonna do my minute and a half joke. I'm in a weird mood, guys. Anybody waste time? I never waste time. That's a lie. I waste time all the time. I have no impulse control. And uh, you ever try to do this on your phone? You scroll too much. You just you turn your phone over to try to help out with that. You ever try to do that move? Ever try to do that, Maya? Yeah. Did it ever work? No. Or you could put your phone across the room. I've done that. And then in shame, you go check it. Or you could put your phone in one of those little vaults. People buy these little vaults. And you can't open it until the time's up. So I have no impulse control, which, uh, oh, there's some seats here. <laughs> I have no impulse control. So it makes me glad I wasn't born a pedophile. That wouldn't have gone so good for me. Like, oh, maybe if I turn the kid over. Uh, uh, no. Oh, maybe if I put the kid across the room. Still too scrumptious. I could put a kid in a little vault. Ah, but if he dies in there, what am I going to tell my sister? Uh. All right, I've been Paul Robertson. I'm not a pedophile. Thanks. Bye. Paul Robertson, everyone. Yay. All right. Uh, we have an audience, and we've got people still here, and we still have comics, which is fantastic. Put your hands together for your next one, Jack Weiler! Yeah. And I'm sorry, I love you, dude, but you look like you should have belonged in like the '90s ska era. Like I just, <laughs> I could see you hanging out with like Sublime, like back behind some alleyway or something like that, talking about the next record. I feel like you eat like pancakes in the morning that are good, and you're like, that's so punk rock. <laughs> Um, yeah, my, uh, I'm an eighth Italian and seven eighths of me is glad that I'm not more than an eighth Italian. Uh, cause like, I just find Italian Americans to be such an unserious group of human beings. Like <laughs> anytime you talk to an Italian dude, it's always like just telling you how their grandma would do something better. <laughs> like 
He'll be at Ikea. He'll be like, look here, kid. Now, it ain't really a meatball unless it's Nona Maggiano's meatball. And she's got the sauce and the fresh mozzarella and, you know. All right. And it's always a dude, too, who, like, has the look of Tony Soprano and the IQ of Snooky, who who wants to tell you something profound about the world. Um, like one time this guy was complaining to me about all Nigerians because he got scammed by a Nigerian prince. I was like, I thought that was a really offensive way to tell me you didn't get your GED. Because like if your grandma was the one that got scammed, then I could be like, there ain't no one dumber than your fucking grandma, Nona Maggiano, or whatever the fuck her name is. Um, yeah, I uh, I got dumped last year. But my ex, she preferred to call it breaking things off. I was like, okay. I'm sure OJ preferred to call it tough love, but you can't always get what you want. Yeah. She uh, she and I weren't that compatible, though. Like, she was British, and I had a sense of humor. Okay, that didn't work. Um, no, like, like uh, I had to block all of her accounts after the breakup, though. Like, uh... Instagram and even Spotify because like I did not need to see her listening to make out sessions number seven playlist and I certainly did not need to have her see me listening to I think I'm going to kill myself by Elton John <laughs> which really is a song by the way like I don't think you could get away with naming a song I think I'm going to kill myself anymore <laughs> I think someone like I, the craziest part about that now I'm just ranting like Someone, like, released that song. Like, someone at Sony Records was like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> like, that's the name for it. Yeah. Um, what else do I want to talk about right now? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been doing some dating, though, too. Like, and sometimes dating's hard because you'll meet someone that has one irredeemable flaw. Like, they chew really loud or are Australian. Because uh, to me, like, I just can't stand the Australian accent. Like, some accents, you hear them, you're like, ooh hear an Australian accent you're like or because to me that accent just sounds like if a British person learned English at a Mississippi public school like <laughs> sounds terrible man um yeah one time I made that joke and someone yelled out of the crowd you're punching down I was like no they're actually better than us just have a conversation with an Australian and they'll tell you that I was like, at worst, I'm punching down under. Like, all right, that was a stupid pun. Um, yeah, did I get the honk? I don't remember. Okay, yeah, that's good. Thank God. Um, I, uh, I I didn't go on a date with any Australians, but I was doing trivia with this one girl the other night, and she was cuddled up to me. It was really nice. I was like, all right, Jack, the only way you're going to fuck this up right now is if you get a boner. Uh, so I tried to avoid thinking about anything that would get me hard, like her boobs or the misfortune of others. Uh but it was tough because, like, the waiter spilled a Bloody Mary all over someone, and so I'm just hard as a rock all of a sudden. Okay, that didn't tag didn't work, so I'm going to just leave on that note and go uh, not be here. See ya, bye. Wow. Keep it going for Jack Weiler. It's okay. You're too good looking to be a comedian anyway, sweetheart. You have No, you're fantastic and very funny. Uh, your next com we have four, uh, five comedians left, including me. Um, but you don't have to stay for me, but I'd like it if you did. But if you don't, I won't be like super offended. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Sean Darrow. Man, man, I don't know 
if they can for what I know the parts don't fit. Hello. How are y'all? That's good. Okay. Nice. Alright, well let's get into this then. I lost forty pounds last year. Thank you all. I appreciate that. I'm also happy that there's less of me. Okay. Something I didn't lose was my foreskin. I am uncircumcised. Where my skin head's at. Don't answer that. I think that's a really weird term because it's like the only time you'll describe a part of your body as not being mutilated yet. It's like you wouldn't be talking to a dude who has one leg and he tells you he's an amputee and you respond, I'm actually an unamputee. But I am going to have my kids amputated. It's what the Lord wants. I stress a lot over money, but uh, I think I finally found a way to like feel that financial freedom. It was pretty simple. I just decided that I'm gonna be broke, like as an identity. This is all I'm ever gonna be. Started from the bottom. Now I'm insurmountably worse off. And, like, all I have left anyway is just a car. And I'm done putting money into that. My bad breaks are your guys' problem now. I'm ignoring that check engine light. It's like, what's the point of it anyway? What's me checking going to help? That should just say, go get a real man to fix this for you. You'll never have your father's respect. but you shouldn't need it. You're enough. So my car is pretty fucked up. But uh, you might ask me, like, what what will I do if it breaks down? That's easy. I'll just kill myself. That seems like it's a theme today. I'm sorry. Hey, captain goes down with his ship. I'm the captain of a Scion TC. Okay, one last thing here. I realized recently, I'm pretty disgusted by the porn industry, but I do still watch porn. I just end up jacking off with a stank face. I'll just be laying there going like, oh, this is terrible. It's someone's mother. I need to call my mom. Tell her what grandma's doing. I just feel like there's no barriers to access, and I really need some. Because, like, what, what barriers do they give us? The uh, are you 18 pop-up? Who's that stopped? Some honest teenager? Because do they think kids are seeing that pop-up? 
are going like, oh, no, I'm not 18. How am I supposed to lie on the Internet? Guess I got to go find the porn for people my age. All right, give it up for your host one time. John Theram, everyone. We have four comedians left, and they are Lamani, Mo, and Hunter Uniac, and me. So just so you know, that's the order. And we're on that wait list, and thanks for waiting the whole time. Put your hands together, everybody, for Lamani. Did Did that person leave? Lamani? Okay. Uh, hey, put your hands together for Mo! Yay! All right, what's up, guys? Uh, I feel like I gotta tell you guys a little bit about me. So Paul left. He was the one spreading the corn on the cop fucking rumors. So I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit about myself. This is how you know my parents are Muslim, and I was born before 9-11. My full name is Muhammad Muhammad. That's the one both my parents agreed on. Growing up Muslim was so annoying. So many rules. I just found out Muslims aren't allowed to get a fade. Which is fucked up because we already can't get faded. So now we just got to show up everywhere sober with shitty hairlines. How are we supposed to get four wives, you know? It's not going to work. I haven't collected any of my four wives yet, but I did have a girlfriend during COVID. I almost broke up with her during COVID, and then it felt extra fucked up to break up with somebody during a global lockdown. So I waited. I did the right thing. I waited until three weeks after COVID, and then I broke up with her. Two weeks after her dad died. I don't know. I should have just done it during COVID. I'm uh, I'm in a new relationship. I'm dating an older woman. You learn so much dating older women. They don't tell you this, but you learn a lot. I um, know so much about menopause now. I think I'm the youngest leading male expert on menopause. Sometimes she'll say random shit that'll just catch me off guard, though. Like, we were watching the World Cup, and Croatia was playing. And she goes, I remember when Croatia became a country. Like, damn, bitch, you're older than Croatia? She told me she remembers when range dressing came out. Wow, I haven't been through anything that significant. Cool that we smoke a lot of weed. Um, I got I got really high the other day. Eve Tonshu exposed me already. I was working from home, and I got a little too high accidentally. And then they called for a meeting, an emergency meeting out of nowhere. And I was like, fuck, I might have to quit right now. Later that day, I was still high. I took my trash out for a walk. Like, I took a bag of trash outside my house, smoked a cigarette, turned around, brought the trash back inside, sat down, and just continued smoking weed. Um, I, I do work in corporate. I don't hate it. I just, I don't like how people sometimes don't say it how it is. Like, when they say shit like, oh, let's circle back. Yeah, what do you know? Like, that just means I don't want to think about this right now. 
Well, let's put a pin in it. That's another one. Also means that's never going to get done. I showed up to the office after a long time working from home, and I'm, I asked about this guy that we used to work with, and this guy's like, oh, he's no longer with us. I'm like, dude, just say he got laid off, you know? He's like, no, Brian got hit by a car. He's gone, gone. Um, I'm colorblind. I think I'm going to stop admitting that to people, though. Is anybody here colorblind? No, okay. Um, I, I, uh, this girl the other day, she was like, maybe you're not colorblind. Maybe it's just because you're from Egypt. I was offended at first, and then I thought about it. I thought about Egypt and just the pyramids and the sand and the people and the food and the hummus. And Egypt is just tan. This bitch has got a point, you know? So now when people ask me if I'm colorblind, I'm going to just say, nah. Egyptian. Thank you guys. Thanks, Pam. Everything is tan. I love hummus. Um, all right, there's two comics left. Don't get comedy pneumonia. Clap your hands together for Hunter Uniac. Burn Hollywood, burn. I love how abruptly your applause ends when you see me. It's just, oh fuck, he's racist. I'm not. What's up with my crackers? <laughs> Dude, you what? Yeah. <laughs> my cracker. Yeah. Don't you say it with a hard R. <laughs> Don't you say it with a hard R, all right? Oh, my God. You don't understand the plight we go through. All right. Do you understand how expensive khakis are right now? They're like $2.99 at Safeway. I don't know. Did I just say I buy khakis at Safeway? Yeah, I do. This is how I dress. Of course I buy khakis at Safeway. Where do you buy your clothes, sir? Are you thinking about this? Because people are going to judge you? Like, you, you are gorgeous, okay? Just say baby gap because you don't have a beard. <laughs> is what? The fuck is that? Zara? Is that, is that what Kanye West is going to name his new baby? <laughs> What's that? I've been to a mall, but when I go to a mall, I, I go to, I, I told you, I go to Safeway. All right, there's always a safe way to mall. And also, like, okay, first of all, who, are, who here has heard about Zara? Do not raise your hand. You're whiter than me. <laughs> okay, see, ever, what the fuck is Zara? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Pam, Pam, you are an amazingly gorgeous woman who is not a millennial. I'm pretty sure you haven't heard of any clothing store. <laughs> oh, my God. I... I'm not allowed in there. <laughs> I'm not allowed in there because I would look forever 48. <laughs> uh, don't applaud, motherfucker. You look forever 21. <laughs> oh, my God. You're wearing dickies? Is that what you call your dick? <laughs> uh, you what? Is that what you name your penis? Ben Davis? Why does it have two names? Is it that big? One for each nut? First of all, it's one for each earring. <laughs> uh, he is Irish people, especially people on the radio. Um, he did show me my penis. Everybody on the radio, I want you to know that. Um, it's actually Jefferson Davis. All right. Um, or as uh, I like to call it, Big Ben. <laughs> oh, my God. I had jokes to say, and I've just been complimenting this man's penis. All right. How about you, ma'am? How was your penis? 
Thumbs down? Is it all thumbs or just thumbs down? Or is that how big you're saying it is? All right. She does not like me. (laughs) No woman with tattoos has ever liked me. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to get a tramp stamp, and you're going to love me. (laughs) All right. I have jokes to say. Um, But fuck these jokes. I I want somebody to ask me a question. What's with the hat? It's called I'm balding. What? Let's see it. I'm not going to show you my Big Ben. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. No, I, I actually am balding. Um, there's nothing funny about that, so I'll talk to you. Oh, I, I have a minute. Okay, I'll do this one joke then. Um, I like my pizza like I like my sex. Fold it in half. I like my pizza like I like my sex. Um, brought to me by a man who doesn't speak English. I like my pizza like I like my sex. I'll fuck a fruit. I won't fuck a vegetable. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm horny. That's my time. Yay, Elder Uniac. Hooray. That was super fun. Okay, I'm your last comment. Clap for me. I put a timer on myself, so I'll keep it short. I'm exceedingly high right now, you guys. Uh, and I've been thinking about some really weird shit because I take buses. And if you've been taking buses in the city, you've noticed Smokey the Bear is everywhere. Have you seen Smokey the Bear? This hot fucking bear, this ripped bear. Okay, so he has pants and no shirt. Okay. But then Yogi Bear has a shirt and no pants. Also, Pooh Bear, shirt, no pants. We need to fucking figure out bears what the fuck we're doing. Do we wear shirts or do we wear pants? I want to know. Why does Paddington have a whole outfit and a hat? Like, where the fuck did he come from? And then the Charmin bears, no clothes. Naked, and but they shit indoors. Does a bear shit in the woods? Apparently not. Where are they filming this commercial with these inside shitting bears? Clearly not San Francisco because... <laughs> Everyone says a bear shit in the woods. No, bears don't even shit in the street here. They shit inside. People shit on the street. What is wrong with us? I I used to nanny. Uh, I guess you could do this on a date and have it be like a fun game where you hold hands and you see a pile on the ground and you point at it and go, man or beast, man or beast. It's a fun game. No, Uh, I learned once from a four-year-old that if it's up against a wall, it's always man. <laughs> Children understand physics at that tender age. It's gorgeous. It's not just, why is there so much poo here? Why are we so used to it? Okay. Uh, I'm, like, again, I'm, that was a new joke I wanted to do. I'm really high. Uh, other things I've been thinking about, because I've been super high and I've been doing a lot of acid trying to get my head together. Not working. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't work. I've been thinking a lot about breast milk because it's amazing. Women have a gland in their body when the hormones are right. We can secrete a liquid that has both nutritive and colorative content that feeds babies. This isn't blow your fucking mind. You're like, wah! And then we fetishize it so much that we figured out a way to get other animals to do it, right? And we like change their hormones, make them have babies, eat their babies, and then we suck their tit milk 
and we get it and we make it into delicious things. We homogenize it and pasteurize it and make it into cream cheese and sour cream and wonderful things that vegans can't eat. And that's why they're sad. Uh, but we do this to the, the animals. So I say, what if we used my body in the way God intended, and not to have a baby, because that's gross, but to pump my tits to make cheese to save the vegans? This is 100% consent-based milk, right? And I could free trade it from all over the world. Like, we could have, like, like the Vietnamese breast milk would taste like lemongrass, and we could mix it with, like, other flavor, I, right? It'd be so great. But then I eat and smoke so much weed that when we got my tit juice, we could make TH cheese to save the vegans. And then the question becomes, can I get high off my own supply? <laughs> can I... Find the reach weed singularity. But men also secrete a liquid with both nutritive and colorative content all the time. And before you think I'm advocating that babies suck dick, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that in the Bible, when they said, do not spill your seed upon the ground, perhaps they were not talking about masturbation. We're actually supposed to eat that shit, right? So maybe the key to solving world hunger is inside your ball sack. We can, we can harvest it, we can milk it, we can homogenize it, we can pasteurize it, and we can make nut butter to save the vegans. Do you guys, you guys like vegans? Do you, you don't want to save the vegans? Come on! Okay. Thank you for letting me run that joke. One more thing I want to say about vegans. I do love them, and they are trying to save the earth and everything, but sometimes I think they're a little hypocritical because I bake bread at home, and I have a sourdough starter, and his name is Gary, and he lives, he's lived with me. He's three years old, and I take him all the time, and I take half of him, and I, like, make him eat, and I feed him, and I make him, like, burp and fart, and I make him into my dough, and I make him work at my dough, and he's, he's growing and working and rising, and then I heat up my oven, and I murder entire cultures. <laughs> Bread is some Nazi shit, bro. Come on, vegans. <laughs> Gary is alive. Is he? What is life, you weirdos? Okay. Thanks for being here, everyone, and for staying. You're all amazing. Um, and I'll be back in May, but this will be held down by a variety of different hosts. And um, don't worry, Mutiny Radio will still be here on Mondays and Fridays at 6, and then all our other shows and stuff will still be happening. So thanks. Yay. Bye. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Patrick, go.
Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing 2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio studio and gallery performance space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission. Every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spiderman. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, bested Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino. I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate two to five dollars on, hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses, the print's too small. Hold on. Venmo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown in on. It's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that laughter had value and the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not. True entertainment has brought us a savior in who's that live.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to who's that live.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess. True, 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 true production. First Sundays of every month, join your friends from Mutiny Radio at Hotel Utah on 4th and Bryant. 5 p.m. first Sundays for free comedy. Is San Francisco getting you down? Is everything too expensive? Not first Sundays of the month at Hotel Utah for free comedy with Mutiny Radio. Incredible lineups every month with the best comedians from around the Bay. Join your friends trying to keep things affordable for free comedy first Sundays of the month. Hotel Utah, 4th Street. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free 
And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please, reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There is... <laughs> happy, happy hour the, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live at 2781 21st Street. Come down. Be in the audience. Dog-friendly. Dog fri- we are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog-friendly. A dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. 2781 21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. .fm. Here in .sf. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need and ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday. Or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine, and even but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. You take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Talk in public schools. In a tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value and the unexpected laugh is priceless who is that live.com comedy local shows on sale now everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing who wants to focus on the genre of stand-up comedy and those that who's that go to who is that live.com for upcoming shows Valencia at 22nd Street in San Francisco. The Wyatt Improv Comedy Music. Every Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. 
acid and fapping. Every month at 7.30, come to OMG on Savory 6th Street for DGIF. Thank God it's funny. Every third Friday at OMG, check us out. Free shows, great drink specials, hilarious comics. Every Friday, San Francisco, gouging ya. Here we go. Free comedy with Mutiny Radio. You know you love us. Third Fridays of every month, OMG, 6th Street. Come on out with your friends. Mutiny Radio, G-G-I-F at O-M-G. San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank relies on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food. Thank you. 
Get your foot 